This episode features an interview with the very unique and interesting Eric Ness. We do not discuss Vygotsky at all. And although this is the Vygotsky podcast, I choose to keep this episode on here. We talked quite a bit about development and creativity and all sorts of interesting things that I think are appropriate to a Vygotskyan landscape. So, hope you enjoy. Okay, so here we are. Yay! Finally. Here I am with Eric Ness, face to face. Yes, this is awesome. I'm excited. This is cool. Just a little background on Eric and me. Um, we met each other through the phone or maybe through email a good 20 something years ago yeah. through a mutual friend and have maintained on and off again contact online since then. But I don't think we ever hung out. I don't think no. we've ever really chatted face to face. No. Uh, so we only kind of don't really know each other too well either. Exactly. So we figured yeah. like, why the heck not? Let's just yeah. do this and see what happens. Absolutely. So yeah, that's awesome. So if it's okay with you, I'm going to start with uh, two questions from my daughters. Oh, excellent. And we'll do Perfect. we'll we'll start like kind of interview style, and then it will probably devolve. Yeah. Yeah. Not evolve, but devolve into something else. Uh, yeah, no, so. exactly. <laughs> so, question number one, I'm gonna I'm gonna toss you an easy one. Yeah. Um, this is from Vivian. She's six years old. That's awesome. And she said, uh, "What's one plus one?" Two. Are you sure? Uh, relatively, although there are uh, what is it? Uh, I've seen a proof uh, for mm -hmm. uh, zero plus two equals one. Okay. So, like, I mean. I'm aware that there's probably uh, one out there that okay. says something to the uh, you know, contrary. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and then, and then uh, this is her line. No, I'm just kidding. This is not her line. This is, she said, uh, like when synergy is created, like yeah. LV style, one plus one can be more than two. Oh, exactly. So, yeah. yeah. So that's I like, like that. a redefinition. Yeah. Um, and then she's, her next question was, where do you live? So right now, I live in the United Kingdom in England. I live in Cambridge, and I've been here for two and a half years. Okay. And it's been a lot why, of fun. Why is that? So uh, my wife uh, works for uh, the U.S. government. Uh, she's mm -hmm. kind of an intel, intelligence agent, okay. uh, like an agency uh, here in the U.K., and like uh, she studies Turkey. Ah. And so um, that's how we got here. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, ex ex exciting time to be studying Turkey, I think, and an exciting yeah. time to be in the U.S. Intel. Yeah, sure. no, no, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. no. So it's um, uh, it's a lot of fun, and I'm a programmer, and I am very, uh, I can do my work from anywhere. So okay, cool. Fun. So and uh, forgive the basic question, but what is what does a programmer mean? That's a good question. <laughs> what are what might you be programming for? Yeah, yeah, no. So I mean, uh, my kind of nine to five job is I, I write tools that do uh, help scientists do environmental monitoring and and, and kind of rating, like it's environmental analysis. So uh, the majority of what I do is taking lots of data. 
from mining companies, and I make sure that they're. So, did you say mining? Yeah, mining companies. Oh, okay, got and it. then uh, and then what I do is I make sure that they're in compliance with all environmental rules and regulations. Oh, okay, uh, I see. But I've also done it from like the perspective of the government, like um, like uh, uh, for instance, like uh, uh, right now we're doing a uh, my business partner and I are doing a little bit of work in Saudi Arabia. Uh, we used to run the entire uh, environmental program for the government of Ghana. Okay. And so we would uh, do all the mines, all the manufacturing, we do all the ratings. And like every year, there'd be like a public disclosure saying, like, you know, uh, here are all the problems. These companies had problems, mm. these ones did well, stuff like that. And so, do, most, do most company or company heads like working with you? Uh, yeah, no, I, I think it's... Uh, like, are you, I, are you, you're kind of a good guy, the nice guy, the bad guy, something else? It, it depends on, like, if we're, like, so the way it kind of worked, or the way it kind of rolled out was uh, my business partner used to work for the World Bank, mm. and uh, he and the, the, one of the former ministers of environment in Indonesia came up with a methodology that would take... Uh, uh, environmental data from manufacturers and mining companies and hotels and whatever else it would crunch it against all the rules and regulations uh international standards or whatever or, or even like local permits and it would do a kind of a generic public rating uh for it that methodology has since been adopted and there's kind of rule of law in indonesia the philippines parts of india ghana uh, Saudi Arabia is kind of adopting it. And so uh, what we do is like uh, sometimes we work for the government and we help them. Mm -hmm. And so in that sense, we would be uh, maybe more from the perspective of, of a regulator. Okay. Uh, and then other times, uh, and if there's no kind of conflict of interest, then we would work for the actual company. And so like a company, individual companies. And, and whether uh, the, the perspective is uh, generally, so it's all automated and it's all, it's all very kind of clear cut of like whether you're in compliance or not. Okay, got it, yeah. So like, uh, we're not really ever a bad guy, mm -hmm. I guess. Uh, like, <laughs> I don't know, like we're not like, and, and normally like the companies that we work with are companies that in general like really really care about um, the environment and or like see like a really strong relationship between that and let's say their stock price if you wanted to be like uh, if one was kind of a little bit more uh, uh, kind of shallow if you want to kind of a shallow way to look at it is like it's like if you're messing up the environment it's going to affect our stock price yeah well those two, be, they're not unrelated yeah they're not unrelated yeah that's yeah, not exactly. shallow at all okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so like interesting uh, um, yeah no so that's that's kind of that that's that's my nine to five gig but then i have like i have like other hobbies that are uh just as important to me mm. uh i think at one point you saw like uh, some of my uh, news analysis stuff that I was doing. Oh yes, yeah, but I didn't get I didn't get a chance to get deep into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and so I'm not yeah. sure I quite understood it, but I'm interested for sure. Oh, so like, uh, like uh, we're we're still talking in the realm of programming, right? Programming, yeah, yeah. So, so what what exactly is programming? It's is it just like creating 
creating so think, uh, operations that could like automate things or well, I, no i think uh, i think on a very basic level it's just uh uh, uh writing software to do a specific task it's okay. probably probably the, the, the simplest bare bones kind of uh definition of it okay and yeah. is this is this a synonym for coding? Uh, coding is a very hot term and very popular yeah, term now. Yeah, absolutely. It's synonymous? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 for me, they are. Like, mm. I'm sure there's always that one guy in the back. Yeah. Of the room. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, no, they're totally different, man. I was like, okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, I definitely want to get back into this topic, but uh, I, I promised yeah. Matt, Madeline, my other daughter, that oh, she, yes. would get, she would get the next question. Oh yeah, no. Please. And, and uh, I, I, I told her you would lived in another country, and she said, yeah. "What's your favorite restaurant, and what kind of food do they have over there?" Oh, you know, you know what's really funny is that uh, so in England is that kind mm. of yeah. Oh, so uh, I don't want to. Uh, so one, I I have two kids as well, so like I don't mm -hmm. get to go to restaurants very often. Yeah. And so far, my experience has been at least in kind of the, the really close vicinity, like Cambridge. Mm -hmm. It's like, a, um, like it, it, like a, it's lived up to the kind of like the, the horrible stereotype of like England doesn't have any good food or restaurants. Okay. Um, that, that's not entirely true. Uh, it's it's not it, Cambridge isn't like a university town. It's a college town, and like all the food is kind of so far. Okay. And uh, like in London, it's much, much better. Okay, I'm going to modify her question. Since, yeah. since I know you've lived in various uh, parts right. of the world, in, including Minnesota, I think. Yeah. Um, one of the, do you have one, of do the, you have one or two favorite restaurants that you've, uh, you know, from your lifetime? Yeah, so I, I like, um, uh, so I lived in DC for 18, 19 years. Okay. And there's a, uh, there's a, like a seafood restaurant that I like. Like okay. old Ebbets, old Ebbets. It's kind of a, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty fancy, swanky uh, DC type uh, place. But they have. What do you like about it? Uh, I'm a big fan of oysters. Okay. All right. I like I like oysters. Yeah, oysters <laughs> like, are great. Yeah, I like I like lobster. I like it, it when I can get it. You know. So, okay. Is there something yeah. about the atmosphere or the vibe that drew you to the place oh, or drew so you back? Like, so uh, one of the things there was that uh, uh, they have what uh, an obscene tower of seafood called the okay. orca platter, and if you show up at like between like three and five on a weekday, it's half off. Oh, so okay. Instead of, All right. Cool. So, so instead of like uh, instead of like uh, uh, I think it was like a hundred hundred and twenty bucks like off like normally, which is like yeah. obscene. Yeah. But yeah. it was like it's kind of an impressive tower of food. And so uh, uh, I had a friend that, um, uh, what was it? He would just go down and hang out and like uh, catch up. And she liked oysters as well. And so yeah, I, I would I would normally just like treat her as like, yeah, all right. Because like, it's half off. Yeah, cool. <laughs> like, and so like that, that, that was kind of my, uh, one of my favorites. And so nice. like, my brother and my, all my brothers are like kind of really big into oysters as well. So like, yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, we love oysters too. My wife orders them every chance oh, yeah. she gets. We don't we don't go out too often though either. Um, similar situation, two kids. Yeah. But she's also she's also a professional cook, so oh, yeah. the, the food that she makes is typically like better than yeah. <laughs> we're gonna yeah. find when we go out. 
No, no, no. Well, actually, yeah, wait, along the same lines, I've been kind of forced to, like, uh, uh, my wife doesn't really cook, mm. uh, Rachel. And so, like, uh, uh, I've been learning how to cook. All right. I've been getting better. I've been getting better. And I feel like I have, like, a handful of dishes that are better than the restaurants here. So. Okay, for instance? Yeah. Let's see. Uh, I do like a, 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 a um, I do a nice salmon. I, I do a, like a kind of a shrimp linguine. Um, okay. Uh, I do uh, some good tacos. All right. Uh, so you're Mister yeah. Seafood, yeah? yeah? Yeah. And where'd you grow up? So uh, I, I I lived in Indonesia for 15 years, and so uh, that's probably where I kind of really grew up. Like I. Okay, so we just had an interruption. And uh, it was hilarious. And, yeah. uh, I'm going to totally change directions. Okay? Yeah, I don't even please. remember where, where we were. Yeah, yeah uh, I think we were talking. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I cool. have a question, though. His yeah. name is Theo, right? Yes, sir. Very cool. Where'd the name yeah. come from? That's my that's my buddy's name as well. Oh, really? Oh, well, uh, you're going to love it. So I wanted to name him Alan. Okay. Uh, after Alan Turing. I don't know if you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so, um, and then uh, my wife is uh like i guess culturally jewish okay. she was coming up with like a whole bunch of like old school biblical names and i was like yeah I can't do that I can't do it <clears throat> so um we were kind of at um uh, just bumping heads uh, against what the name of so what i did is i i i, I built a computer program <laughs> and uh i went out and i got like a subscription to like a, a list of like it's kind of like the u.s phone book all right and I took everybody with my last name mm -hmm. and I scraped it and I put it into a database and then I kind of marked it whether or not it was male or female. Okay. And then um, I printed it out and I gave it to my wife and I was like, I don't know what his name is, but it's in this, it's in this, like, it's in this packet. Like, I mean, it, we just need to figure it out. And so we started circling ones that we were like all right with. Yeah. And then we kind of na narrowed it down to about like 20. Okay. And then, like the same thing with Vera, we did uh, like uh, uh, like uh, li literally like we we chose the name about an hour before they kicked mm -hmm. us out of the hospital. Yeah, you know, I don't I don't think that's totally uncommon. Yeah, yeah, happened like, with us as well. I still have a napkin. It's a oh, su no. Subway, like Subway restaurant napkin from the uh, from the first floor of the hospital. That's awesome. With, like with like ten names written on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, you know, no, we, you... we were going back and forth for what it's, the naming of the child is an interesting phenomenon yeah you know no it totally is because you kind of have i don't know maybe you have some sort of trajectory in mind when you pick a certain name or or, or vibe or something or yeah I'm not sure yeah i mean uh, clearly i mean yeah because like i mean like, otherwise i wouldn't have chosen alan yeah yeah right? true yeah. <laughs> Good point. so i'm trying to remember okay, oh, cool. the, the question for names yeah yeah we were talking about names yeah no, but that was, uh, that's how I came up with uh, ours. And like you, it sounds like you were kind of almost exactly in the same boat. Like, yeah, totally. 10. yeah. we had so many names and, uh, and we had Rocco Dimitri picked out for a boy or, or Jack Elvis. Those were the two. That's awesome. It was probably best off that we had two girls. Yeah, no, that's awesome. But, uh, <laughs> but does he, Vera is the other one, right? Or Vera? Yeah, yeah Vera. Did they know? Uh, did they know what? Like, does anybody know? Uh, how they got their names? No, 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 no. That's that stuff about you. Oh, um, uh, 
Let me see yeah. if I can get this to work. Hang on just one yeah. sec. Where's Ruff's dad? Nobody is. No What's that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. No, what is it? It's, uh, um, yeah, no, it's kind of hilarious. Like, um, there's a couple of songs that, like, my daughter likes, um, from, like, a, kind of a later band. Okay. And one of them is called, like, uh, Lazy Gorilla. All right. And so, uh, and it's kind of funny because, like, they're kind of, like, uh, that band and, and kind of the, the Moonglows were, like, uh, where like kind of everything's written on the spot. Okay, and, and all right. The same, and the same thing kind of goes for like this other band where like all the songs were like written on the spot. How like, how much do you mean that written on the spot? Do you mean, do you mean that literally or? Yeah, yeah. So like uh, so like uh, with the uh, with the band after kind of like the Moonglows, like um, like we had like three rules. One rule was is that all songs had to be written on the spot like you couldn't okay. uh with very few exceptions like you like like we we, we just had like a book full of titles of songs that we thought would maybe be funny to write okay and so like that was kind of like that was you know pre-done and uh and very few pieces like little bits would have been pre-done but like uh uh so everything was written on the spot uh, one of the things is, is that you could practice as much as you wanted, right? Like, uh, and I'm talking like over like a two hour session. Okay. So you put, you put down the drums, then you kind of come back and you put on the guitar, but like, let's say you were practicing the guitar. You could practice it as much as you wanted, but once you hit record, you couldn't go back. Okay. And the same thing kind of goes for like the vocals. So, oh, like, so every, so there was, okay. So if you hit record, that was it. It was like a one take. Yeah. Yeah. And, Everything's like kind of like one take, but you can. And there was no stuff. like halfway through, like like this sucks. We're just gonna ditch it. It was just like if you hit record, you're committed. Yeah, I mean, and, and we kind of held to that for like the most okay. part. And then and then like the last one is that like uh, uh you know you had to be uh, inebriated essentially. Okay. So, like uh, three rules. Yeah. yeah. Three rules. So it was, okay. but it was, I mean, but like one of the nice things about it was that like, uh, so like the other thing that was kind of funny is that like, I've always been into kind of recording engineering mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And um, the, uh, the, what was really interesting was uh, 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 the other two guys in the band were also recording engineers. And so we'd spend a lot of time kind of fixing it up and trying to, you know, work out and try to get it all like sounding nice and pretty. It was just a lot of fun, yeah. and then like, and I think that's the thing. If you have, if you do it in the confines of like those types of rules, yes. like you're almost guaranteed to have fun, and it kind of comes across. Like it's not like, you know, like 
you're now, I, now, okay, now I, I could give you a different perspective. Sure. It's really interesting to hear you say that. I could hear other people say, uh, you're almost guaranteed to have like a panic attack or like sure. a, heart, a, heart, a heart attack or, or a massive sure. anxiety or yeah, yeah, yeah. fear yeah. or shame or embarrassment or, or any number of other things. Sure. So yeah. what distinguishes your perspective, I guess? So I, Is it I'm just a natural personality thing or? It's probably like a little bit of that, but okay. like also the fact that, you know, I've played for a while. Okay. And, but then I think, but also, I, I also look at it as like, none of these things are uh, finished products. They're like, they're, it's almost like, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm not an artist, but I, it's just like a little sketches. Like, okay. uh, see, like, and like, you know, who cares? Like, it, it's a sketch. And like, it, I, I spent two hours on it. It's not going to be perfect. And, yeah, okay. and it should it shouldn't be perfect. It would sure. be weird if it was, and so so I think a lot of it like uh, uh, just is your kind of where you are like mentally, and if you just kind of frame it as that, like I mean, it's okay. kind of a good. It's, I think it's kind of a good way to get around a anxiety because like I mean yeah uh, okay I'd love to, I'd love to hear more and uh, as a teacher as well because yeah. you know I, I often give advice that's very similar to what you just said right be it. Be it producing some sort of uh, analytical or essay type writing or something pre creative sure. but you know oftentimes people will just get stuck writer's yeah. block or, or you name it so yeah, yeah is there any way you could sort of synthesize what you were just saying or maybe take it in a, a different direction sure. I, some of what you were saying was uh, i think sorry to cut you off was yeah. uh you were kind of talking about the benefits of having certain constraints and uh, yeah. treat, treating things not too seriously as a sketch, not a finished product. And yeah. you're saying getting into something about anxiety, but if you don't mind. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, one of the things, so I used to have like this kind of, uh, um, kind of, uh, so I, I, one of the things that I think is kind of interesting about being like that, or creativity just in general, mm. is that um, uh, I think it's, it, it, it ebbs and flows, right? Like, I mean, that's why people have writer's block. Yeah. Uh, but like, uh, one of the things that I think is really interesting is that um, uh, it's also kind of like a, a skill that you can learn. And part of that is just to kind of, you know, put your toes in kind of in the shallow end of the water, right? Like, um, and, and not really care. And, and part of it is getting into that headspace of like not caring. And I think, um, you know, uh, like when I think about like the most creative times in my life, it was in part just because I was like, I was producing stuff and like most of it was kind of garbage, mm. but I, I liked it. It was kind of, it was kind of my garbage yeah. and like, you know, and like sometimes I would, you know, let other people like look at it and like, and, you know, and like I would find it amusing because I was just doing it to have fun. And, and, and normally the people I shared with, uh, like also had that same sense of humor and mm. they, 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 they kind of appreciated it for what it was. And, you know, it certainly wasn't, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, great stuff, but like, it was like, it was fun. I, and I had a great time and I, but I, but the thing that I noticed was, is that like, the more I would do it, like the, 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 the easier it would become. And so I think, I think that's kind of like one of the, items of being creative that kind of gets a little bit lost is that like it's kind of a skill that you can learn 
and part of it is just kind of getting out there and doing it. Okay. I don't know if that that's been your your experience or anything like that, but like I mean, to me, that's always been like really. Does, does this creativity carry over into your professional life at all? In any ways, like, is there any overlap between that piece of music that we just listened to? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, and what you're doing now. It's it's actually kind of funny you mentioned that because like I to me they're they're uh, like uh, uh, I can almost feel like. Um, uh, every once in a while, you write a clever piece of code, or you get something to work. It's two in the morning, and you know, your wife is like, "Why aren't you coming to bed?" It's like I'm almost there. I got it. I, this will be done in like thirty okay. minutes. And like, I mean, for me, like, I like, I, I totally believe that it's like the same regions of the brain and the synapses firing that is like uh, doing that because like writing code is a very creative endeavor. I think in and of itself. And like, uh, and, and I, I, to me, it's, it, there's like a lot of similarities between writing code and like, Yeah, please go on, because I, I don't know much about it personally. I, I know a little bit about music, but not too much about writing code. And is, is writing code similar to writing music, or is it some, similar to any other creative type endeavors, or it's kind of, it's kind of its own thing? You know, uh, I, for, me, for me, it's been very, very like, similar. And, and for me, it's been very similar. I, 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 I do know that there are people who write code who literally, um, like, and, and, and sometimes it's kind of frustrating because, like, they're, they're, um, they're really smart people. Mm. And, like, it's just like a nine to five. And, you know, all they care about is on the weekend, they want to go hiking. You know, like, okay. something kind of like something wildly different. And, like, you can ask mm. them, like, kind of really obscure, uh, uh, questions and they know the answer and it's like a tip, like something that like just comes really natural to them yeah and it's like and, but there's probably no they just view it as a means to an end if that makes any sense mm -hmm. and um whereas for me it's uh uh th there's been times or like especially in like in my hobbies where it's like um it's very much tied to being creative and thinking about things and uh, going back at it and you know just having an idea and then trying to go towards that idea whether you reach mm. it or not if that makes any sense yeah so, so you were saying you do you do some programming as a hobby and yeah. I think you said some of it is helping people sort through uh, uh, forests of information and try to get towards yeah. some sort of clarity is that is that correct yeah I mean so like what like one of the one of the big ones that I, I like to spend my time on is uh, like uh, news analysis mm. and and uh, reading large chunks of news and and like um, uh, what I what I find interesting about it is that like uh, there's like lots of information like stuck in news that is somewhat like how do you get a pro program to read news and like extract stuff from it like things that are meaningful yeah so like, my, my students had a they had an invention contest in my class recently yeah and uh one group of students came up with uh it was a program called sum up yeah and they didn't have any of the any of the details down but basically it was a it's for students who are overwhelmed with their research like the, the, the program would kind of comb through all your sources and yeah. synthesize it into something manageable 
Yeah. They would do all your research for you. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. They, they didn't win the contest because people thought they might have been cheating, but that was that was kind of a cool idea. Yeah, no, well, like, uh, so there's uh, there is actually there's been a lot of work on like uh, like essentially text summarization, right? Okay. And there there are algorithms <clears throat> to summarize text, and like um and and it's kind of fascinating. Like mm. uh, one time as a joke, I I, I put in uh. Franz Kafka's Metamorphosis, and yeah. I narrowed, narrowed it down to like five sentences, and it was it was kind of interesting to see. Yeah, it's <laughs> a word. And yeah. like, uh, um, uh, but like, yeah, text summarization is kind of a huge chunk of it, right? And so, okay. like, instead of like reading, how instead of reading like, um, you know, fifteen hundred words, how do you get it down into let's say a paragraph? Okay. Yeah. And, and you know, and there are libraries out there that do that and that's one that I haven't kind of built from the ground up but I, I do have like I use a library to do my text summarization because like sometimes okay. some I'm people, sorry what, what does library mean I'm really I don't oh, know oh so like uh, imagine a black the, the classic black box mm -hmm. so I, I you hand the box a whole bunch of text so in this case let's say Franz Kafka's metamorphosis right okay and so I hand the text of Franz Kafka's Metamorphosis, and then it spits me back as many sentences as I want as a summary. Okay. So I, I oh, can I have it. So instead of like let's let's say uh, uh, so you could do seventy five percent, you could do five percent, you could yeah exactly, and it, and it would it would like crunch it down into okay. whatever you wanted. All right, and you probably get some funny results. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, uh, but uh, it, you'd be surprised, actually. It's getting better, yeah, huh? Yeah, it, <laughs> you'd be surprised. I mean, and quite often, what is it? It's, uh, yeah, no, it's like, you, you know, between the title and, like, I mean, especially for news, right? Like, mm. between the title and, let's say, uh, you know, one or two paragraphs, like, you, you walk away with whatever's in the, the, the story. Okay. Okay. Can you walk away with any of the any of the nuance? Or uh, have you heard have you heard of the term Russell conjugation? That's what it's uh, so conjugation. I, I'm uh, no, I haven't heard of that. Like, um, there's another that. term for it, but I don't remember off the top of my head. Yeah. And essentially, it's a uh, how it's often in headlines. Yeah. And how one word can be one word could have different connotations. Oh. Or, or different words could have the same connotation sure, and sure. Uh, it's pretty much about it's like a form of infusing bias either consciously or not sure, sure, sure. through through diction you know through word choice yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I'll, I'll come up with some some examples later but I was just curious if that That's so so I mean. anyway but anyway can, can can what you're doing pick up nuances like that or is it rather literal can it pick so, up any connotation or anything? So maybe a, another way to look at it would be something mm -hmm. about like what does the system like what the things that I'm interested in or what I had the system do is extract like like nouns so like uh, in the in, like people places things so and but it can distinguish between like okay this is a person this is a this is an organization or a place you know it, like like uh, one time I, I had it reading like uh, um, articles on specific diseases, so like HIV and AIDS. Okay. And so it, it would pick up all these texts and then I would grab all the locations that it would talk about and then I would plot it on a map. Mm -hmm. So you could actually see where like uh, where the news was talking about, you know, 
on like uh, okay. visually. Uh, the other one is that if you start extracting like uh, people, and then uh, especially like uh, organizations, right? Then like um, so like right now I have my system just reading like political news, hmm. and like what is interesting is that like yeah, the relationship between uh, individuals and organizations, and I have it like uh, where it would uh, um, it would show the like uh, uh, it's almost like a uh, uh, like a mind map. If that's yep. so, like, all right, the, you know, like, if I have an individual that I'm looking at, what are like the top 20 other people or organizations that are always talked about when this person comes up? Or if this organization is being talked about, who are the other major links in that? So it's really like link analysis. If that okay. Makes sense. Can you give me like some kind of concrete example? Okay. Do you um, think anything maybe current, political that might just help me understand what you're saying? Okay, so like a, like a really good one would be, uh, let's say the DNC or the RNC, right? Like uh, mm. uh, 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 the, the DNC, like certain people are always going to come up. So like um, right now, it would probably be uh, very heavy on like all the individual candidates that are still mm -hmm. in the race. Uh, uh, historically, it would have been like with, I guess, Obama. Uh, the, the same thing goes on the uh, RNC side. Mm. Uh, or if you kind of go into um, what what is really interesting is you start like picking up on individual people, and so like um, those individual people sometimes are, are mentioned in the same news items as like other organizations that you wouldn't necessarily pick up on, and that's kind of the fun part about it is that like you kind of see relationships that you maybe weren't aware of and all of that so yeah that's kind of the interesting thing about like link analysis okay and individuals and, and we could distinguish this from like crazy conspiracy theory guy especially how well so like i mean the the main uh yeah no it's very much like because a you, yeah. that's a visual you do really yeah it's a, it's a visual right yeah like well the difference is is that like uh, um it, it's really just pulling from like news sources so like anything uh like I would pull in uh, all my news from Google News, so it'd be anything that would kind of come through their system. So it's it's everything from like the New York Times to uh, Washington Post, Fox News, uh, Chicago Tribune, you know, down to like you know the Louisiana Picayune kind of thing. So like I mean, uh, uh, it's not going to it's not going to go through. Um, it would it would have it would include some of the blogs i guess but like not what i was going to ask you, is it going to pick up like a vox or a breitbart or any of that kind of stuff it, it it might pick up a breitbart and a vox and like uh like hot air mm. uh uh but like i think that's kind of like the, that's the outer boundary of it but like okay um you know you can actually you, you could you could like whitelist or blacklist certain organizations if it was okay picking up. but uh what is your what is your personal interest in this? I mean, or is it just oh. is it just like a, like one thing led to another? You're no, pursuing no, you're no. pursuing your hobbies, and here you are. Or no, actually, I I, I have a, a kind of a really interesting. Uh, uh, I got into it from a very uh, unusual kind of scenario. Uh, my dad uh, used to work for a mine in Indonesia. <clears throat> okay. And he was, um, 
at the time, what happened was is that there was a um, there was an NGO that um, essentially kind of went in and um, <clears throat> was trying to. My dad used to work for an, an American gold company in Indonesia. Okay. And what happened was is that there was an um, uh, NGO that kind of, in our, in my opinion, kind of like manipulated some like local villagers, and they uh, kind of it was during a kind of an, a, an election year in Indonesia, mm. and uh, they were saying that the uh, the U.S. company was um, polluting uh, uh, this bay, and what would. <clears throat> And as a result, like the New York Times picked up on it. It was front page. Uh, my dad and five other people were arrested. Mm. Uh, my, uh, my dad didn't really spend any amount of time in it, in prison, but some of the five other people uh, actually spent quite a bit of time in prison next to like the Bali bomber mm. and all kinds of crazy stuff. Okay. And, um, and as a result, what was really interesting was is I, I started a website for my dad <clears throat> trying to keep track of all this stuff. And um, were you I, local I, or were you local to him at the time or were you? No, no, but I I lived in Indonesia. Yeah, okay. But you were you started it from I guess I started DC. DC, yeah. Yeah, okay. And and um and so I started like I started kind of almost Part of it was to so like one of the things was and this is kind of how I got into uh, being doing environmental data as well. Okay, all right. And, and so like um, so uh, one of the things was is that the, the WHO went and analyzed the place. Uh, the Indonesian EPA uh, essentially said uh, initially said like there was no pollution. The mm -hmm. WHO cleared it. Uh, there's a huge uh, mercury poisoning uh, uh, institution in Japan. They said there was nothing. The Australian EPA went out and like this like little plot of land was uh, analyzed. It's probably the most analyzed piece of land ever. Mm. And like there, there was no pollution. And but what happened was is because like it got into the New York Times, this whole other narrative kind of snowballed and 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 so what i started doing was collecting all the lab reports and all the environmental data and all the uh, all the other stuff and i had it as a resource and then i started kind of writing blogs on it and like i would hand it out i would like email it out to all the reporters in okay. in indonesia uh and like and that's kind of how i got into it and i could just kind of like really analyzing the media and yep. because like what is interesting is with tremendous like, with tremendous personal motivation yeah so absolutely, absolutely. yeah i mean my, my dad as real was, as real as it gets yeah my dad was looking at years in prison yeah. i mean he was he was actually um he was um uh yeah no so it was it was kind of a weird stressful time for this, sure i mean is this fake fake news before the term became popular or would you label this something else oh was it irresponsible? What? I, I would say I would say it was uh, naivety, a, a combination. Mm. Like I, I don't exactly. I think I think um, I think uh, it was uh, uh, levelant. Probably not, right? 
I, you know, I think, I think, I think the part of the problem is, is that there's a, this narrative out there and it's, out, it's bigger than just like the story, right? It's that like, you know, mining, mines lead to pollution, right? And, and, and it's kind of, uh, it's kind of a combination. I've, I've seen enough environmental data from multiple mines to know that okay. like, it's, that, that's a very fair claim. Okay. You know, in a lot of ways, right? Like, um, but the, the issue really boils down to is that like, not all mines do it. Actually, mm -hmm. a lot of mines care very deeply about it. I mean, mm -hmm. it's kind of a, uh, it's a, uh, it's it, in a lot of ways, it's a social contract between the ability to do business and your local community and the government and the, just the, the, the population at, at large. Yeah, I mean, if you just think very simply about the incentives of yeah. the various parties, it would make sense. Plus, these are people who are they're doing their job out in nature. So, but by definition, they probably have some connection to it. Yeah. You know that indoor people don't. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Plus, you're looking to create win-win scenarios whenever possible. Yeah, and then keep you going. Yeah, and so like I mean, if you're talking about like I mean, was it you know, like fake news and stuff like that? I mean, uh, I don't really look at it in terms of that. Like I, mm -hmm. I really look at it as um, it's a very complex issue. Uh, you're fighting narratives that are ingrained. You're um, a lot of moving parts, and then a lot of like bad faith, you know, mm -hmm. and like not wanting to correct the record, or you know, uh, what, what's also kind of interesting is that like uh, maybe 15 years ago, 18 years ago, I was actually a reporter, and I actually had my press credentials at like for the U.S. Capitol. The, uh, um, uh, the Department of Commerce mm. and a couple of other places, and like what was really interesting is that like I kind of know how the sausage is made. Okay. And and part of the part of it is that like I mean, I, like I knew guys who had to churn out like you know five seven pieces a day. Mm. And so anything that you can like, so there's not a lot of fact checking. Yeah, that's crazy. That, that, I mean, that's crazy. I I'm a decent writer not the fastest writer but that's yeah it's nuts yeah yeah and so like i mean so like uh and, and like you'd be amazed at like how few reporters there really are in the capital you know mm. it's like it's not like there's like a lot of people there and it's kind of a small group they're very like small group really, with a big voice yeah yeah and and um but also like i mean like what was really fun about my job at the time like i i was doing radio and I was doing agriculture. And so like, what was really funny about it was like, uh, uh, like, uh, like I would always throw a monkey wrench into like anybody's conversation at the time. Cause this was like, okay. this was like uh, 2003. Mm -hmm. So kind of like, uh, you know, the, the, the Iraq war was really big as a big yeah. topic at the time. And I, like, you know, like, well, what about this? What about that? And like, I'm like, what about corn? You know? And okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, you're that I guy. Would, yeah. I would I would derail everything and like uh, but it was fun. I learned a lot. And so like I, I know how the sausage is made. I know that like that's why I was doing like the blogs. And so I and that's why I was like, here are the reports. Like here's the evidence. Here's a mm. report. That's a world health this is the World Health Organization. Mm. This is, you know, XXX and X. Uh, here's what's going on in the court case. Here's the summary. Uh, if you want more, here's a little bit more. And like, uh, and so I, and I would only like feed it to reporters. 
I was only like, I, 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 like in another couple of other people, but like mainly I was just like trying to correct that narrative. And just to clarify, you, the, the narrative you were concerned with at this point was, was the Indonesian narrative pretty much, right? Because this, this, this was not really on the American radar, I imagine, right? Well, it was on the, it was the front page of the New York Times. No, but after that, yeah. I mean. It, even after that, I've still made when you were When you were contacting reporters with your research, were you contacting American reporters as well? Some, some, some American oh. reporters, yeah. And definitely like American outlets, okay. you know. Yeah. Um, but no, it was just interesting. You know, uh, like uh, like Bloomberg would have been a, like one, like an easy one. Like, I mean, right. may have been, um, uh, I believe the lady was from Singapore. But like, I mean, Bloomberg is definitely kind of like, kind of an American outlet. So like a lot of stuff like that. So that well, was just interesting. It was, it was, yeah. Yeah. It, and uh, before getting to the resolution of yeah. this particular uh, complication, yeah. I, I'd like, I'd like to hear your definition or maybe extended definition of the term narrative. But before you do, because that's a word that has so many different facets to it. Sure, sure. But before you do, one way we might say it in a classroom like mine is uh, uh, narrative is any story that has a plot line that has, um, there's like a little model. This is based on an Australian model. It has mm -hmm. some orientation, which is basically mm -hmm. who's, who's who, where are they? Mm -hmm. Some complication, which is an unexpected problem for either mm -hmm. the character or the reader. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, some evaluation of the problem, which is trying to size the problem up um, yeah. accurately as possible. Um, yeah. Sometimes we think things aren't a problem, but they actually are, vice versa. Right. So there's orientation, complication, evaluation, and then there's response, which is, yeah. of course, any number of responses. And then right. resolution, which is like, how does it turn out? Yeah. And then you can analyze, you know, this response A versus response B. Yeah, yeah. And look at the outcome. And uh, so, so that's kind of classic uh, storytelling narrative sure, structure. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But that's part of what you're talking about, but you're also talking about a different kind. Yeah. No, no, I would, like, I, I would almost, uh, uh, I, I would almost kind of put it in the ballpark of like stereotypes. Okay. You know? Like I would like, especially like the way I've used it, like in the last couple of minutes, and I would say like, um, you know, there is like this stereotype of like the big bad evil corpora corporation, you know, doing something bad uh, with impunity, mm. and you know, uh, so of course, of course, the company is doing X, right? And sometimes that's true, sometimes it's not, you know, and that that's maybe more of the that, that's how that's how I've been using. The, the term narrative. Yeah, yeah, and of course that, that's another, uh, you know, that's another mm -hmm. common usage. Yeah. But, but I was interested in hearing you define it because because yeah. I guess you were engaged in a little bit of narrative warfare of some sort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. What do you think of that term, narrative warfare? Does that do anything for you? Trauma? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, yeah, I believe it. I do. No, 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 no. Um, no, I like. Uh, um, you certainly had purpose in your life. Yeah, yeah, no, but I think it's also um, one of those things where, uh, you know, like I, 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 I generally believe people are are, are decent mm. human beings, and so like, like it wasn't necessarily that like uh, you could sit down with any reporter, and like, generally speaking, they were all awesome. Mm. Uh, 
but it's also like uh, uh, maybe it's used like a common right, like the both sides of it, right? You know, um, uh, why why are you if you're trying to balance out your article and like one of the one side of the article is done in bad faith, mm. why is that getting equal weight, right? And so. Uh, and not that that was the case all the time because it certainly wasn't. Yeah. But but uh, um, uh, th there was like a little bit of that. There was a little bit of like not correcting the record that like uh, or very little enthusiasm to say, oh, no, actually, this was all wrong, you know. Yeah, it's like on Twitter, you know, the original. Yeah. The original message gets 10,000 retweets yeah, yeah. and the correction yeah, exactly. gets exactly. 400. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. So it was, uh, it's almost it was, just the way it goes. Yeah. Which is an interesting incentive structure, short term at least. Yeah. To begin with, because you, you know you know the short term, short term misrepresentation could get yeah. huge play. Yeah. Without, without terrible consequences. Yeah. I don't know, we're in a different, we're somewhat in a different it's, Yeah, it's era. difficult, it's difficult. Mm. Like, uh, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of interesting that like, uh, just thinking of like, uh, um, yeah, no, it's, 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 it's a, it's a very interesting time to be, you know, like one of the interesting things is like, there's just so much information yeah, and it's hard to, to kind of figure out exactly, um, what is, what is good, what is, what is like, what is real. Like, I mean, or, no, it's not even necessarily what is real, but it's like sometimes something, sometimes it's not like a black or white kind of issue. It's a, it's a shade of gray. And, uh, and I think that's really kind of the, the, the hard part to kind of pick out is like, what, what exactly is going on? Yeah. Big time, big time. And then, you know, I think the old days, um, so President Trump, for instance, his his tally of mistruths or lies or or, sure. uh, or non-truths right. is probably up around fourteen thousand and climbing. I'm sure, sure there's a ticker. I think uh, that, yeah, I think there's I think the Washington yeah. Post has one. And then and then the follow-up question that I have been asked and I've asked others, not a lot of satisfying answers. Although I'm sure you can give one, is out of those fourteen plus thousand lies, right. Which ones hurt the most? And then, and we don't have to get into this topic, but a lot of people have a hard time answering that. Like, pick the one that did damage. And and before you answer, here's yeah. the point. Here's the point I'm getting at. Like, let's say there's ten. Boom! Right off the top of everybody's head. Yeah. Okay, but we have like fifteen thousand. So like, that's like ninety-nine point nine percent. Yeah. What? What do we do with that? Right. You know, like, are they just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know exactly what my point is. Yeah, no, I mean, so uh, the, I don't think it's, I don't think it's, I don't think it's easy to say, like, you, you can't, you can't pick your top 10, right? Like, uh, uh, it's kind of, I, I think it's, I think it's a pointless exercise. It might be mm. an exercise going in the wrong direction, if that makes any okay. sense. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like. Um, uh, I think what is maybe more interesting is that, like, you know, should they, uh, 
like an interesting question to me is like, uh, should that be accepted or like, like you, you could, you can, you can say like, like governments lie all the time mm. because like, I think it's, yeah. I think you now, can, I think, now it's, now it's just kind of a little more out in the open. Yeah, exactly. Right. right. And so like, um, there, there is like, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, uh, I think what, what is interesting is maybe at least to me, is like I think what is maybe a little bit more interesting is like uh, um, like the uh, you know at a certain point like when like there are, there are going there are events where like being a a source of like okay yeah like if one lies a lot like then like when something important happens and mm. like it, like saying the truth becomes like paramount like uh, like like uh, it degrades like a, like a like a potential big virus that's starting right to sure I'm like yeah right. no i mean that wasn't what i was thinking but like I no mean, i know i'm, I'm yeah, just thinking like yeah. the credibility there is is it's kind of wiped out and like uh and and i, I think as a strategy like maybe a communication strategy that's like a, kind of like um it's uh it's probably not a a, a great long-term strategy um but yeah, no, I like, a, so yeah, to me, like, uh, that's maybe a little bit more of an interesting question, I think. Uh, yeah. Those, those do seem to be two sides, two sides of the, of the lying thing. Like yeah. on one, on one, on one hand, uh, some people have described it as, okay, untrue, but direct, directionally true like you know like getting some facts wrong but still oh, sure, moving sure. in the right direction right right right, right. Which somebody might call a productive lie or a persuasive lie sure sure yeah just you know like you, you get the details wrong but you have everybody looking yeah, yeah, or yeah. you want people looking sure like yeah yeah like uh like housing is going to be like march housing is going to be off the roof right like, yeah, uh, yeah hyperbole you know yeah, is yeah. one example of that yeah, yeah, yeah. Lie, yeah absolutely which, uh, which, which can can be productive, uh, but I, I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like uh, societally we are maybe growing up through some growing pains because uh, this concept of black and white, true or not, yeah. is kind of old-fashioned in a way, in some way. And I don't, I don't, I don't want to sound too subjective or sure. or anything. Yeah, yeah. But when there's when there's fourteen plus thousand lies. Yeah, literally, and yeah, yeah. people are having a hard time pointing out the ones that really, really did damage individually, not as a collection. Yeah, yeah. Right. That says something. It, I don't know exactly what it says, but it's interesting. Yeah. No, yeah, it's, it's a like very, the old model doesn't really work, maybe as much. Sure. Well, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's actually it's a very it's a really interesting question. I think I mean to me, it's. I think it's a, I, it kind of comes down to personal preference, I think. Mm. You know what I mean? Personal like, preference for like, I mean, it, I mean, it either bothers you. Or, yeah, it either bothers you or it doesn't, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, and, and I think, at least culturally, right now in the States, it, it kind of is um, like, uh, he's my guy, I don't care. Like, mm. yeah, I, like I know he does, but like, whatever, uh, which is incorrect to me uh, or. Yeah, there's um, some of that for sure. 
like it's a little bit of tribalism if that makes any sense yeah big yeah, time and, yeah and like and like but, uh, yeah. but that that's a bit of a stereotype as well but certainly yeah that's yeah, yeah. out there yeah yeah, yeah. And, but and there's like, and there is and there is you know and maybe maybe it's legit you know uh, yeah. i'm interested in polarization and, and conversations you know uh diverse conversations and whatnot yeah. but maybe there's also an argument at times for digging in team playing and, sure. and truth be damned and i don't like it you know it's, yeah, yeah, yeah it's not my preference at all but but no no no, no. when when uh when depolarizing is such a uh conundrum as it seems to be these days right maybe the maybe the team right. thing is actually a that's the game maybe that's the wise game to play i don't know i have no idea but it's like not really I, my game but yeah <laughs> no exactly i mean there's thing, and that's kind of why it kind of boils down to personal preference right mm -hmm. like i mean mm -hmm. it either bugs you or it doesn't or yeah. you know it like uh um i'm not saying one is right versus the wrong but like uh it, you know in some ways it, it seems a little bit like uh um so i had like this idea that like 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 uh, uh what is it uh like take uh morality right morality things that are moral now are wildly different than what was like considered to be moral let's say a thousand years ago or two thousand years ago right uh so it's kind of constantly changing and it means different things at different times certainly and, and um and and, <clears throat> like, and everybody has like their own moral kind of compass and like you know mine is different from like the next person's and uh and and what i what i and so like and if you kind of go all the way with that kind of in an alan watts kind of scenario where like you just kind of take that argument as far as it goes like you know as the uh, moral relativism is uh you can you can leave you in a weird spot mm. and, and i used to kind of believe that where like oh yeah like uh like it doesn't really matter you know like uh uh, uh, uh it, like uh you know uh, the it's just a belief system it's just a uh it, it's just a, a, a point just a kind of a point in time kind of thing where like all right this but maybe what i'm getting at is that like um is that uh it's like the, there are truths right like i mean like there some things are actually better than other things right like this if, if, if everything's relative right that, that doesn't leave you with any concrete answers and I, like and i don't believe that i think there are like some things that are like just factually true um and some things are like statistically better some things are you know like uh, you know where you could actually say like this is actually better than this and like sure, whether yeah. it's whether it's a policy or whatever and 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 that's a, that's kind of the danger about like relativism i think is that like uh, if you it almost leaves you kind of in a like i don't i don't care situation where that that's not a great place to be in if that makes any sense yeah and that and that's a that's a trap that's easy to fall into when you are say uh, a self-identified open-minded person sure yeah. yeah that's one of the that's one of the things that happens with quote open-mindedness like yeah, the yeah. classic uh so open-minded your brain swell out yeah 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 i i've been there uh yeah i probably will again at some point absolutely but, uh, here's a question for you and uh yeah. and looking at the clock too but you just yeah. let me know yeah. um this is fun yeah, yeah. no i'm um, enjoying it. 
totally, you know, if you look back through different uh, eras and stages yeah. in history, the, the morality has changed. Yeah. Right, yeah. But, but in terms of the morality topic, can we identify a principle that is still consistent? So even though the details change, is there a principle that's consistent? Right. I don't have an answer. I'm just curious what you think. So, so yeah, no, I mean, uh, what is it? I would maybe go along with, a, uh, a, like, I would probably borrow heavily from, let's say, like a Christopher Hitchens mm -hmm. in that, like, um, you know, uh, kind of like, a, a, you know, you know, probably a bad idea to kill somebody. <laughs> You know, kind of like, a, like, a, like, a, I mean, if you really break it down to it, like, I mean, like, uh, anything that's kind of like loosely based on like the golden rule, like do unto others is like, uh, is, is it good? I, I think that's been kind of consistent, you know, like, uh, um, kind of in the various shades that you can get in there. But, uh, the, no, I think, I, I think my question's a little bit different, uh, okay. but I'm having a hard time thinking of how to say it. Uh, you know, every every everybody's got different norms. Every right. error has different norms, right? Sure. They would accept. Um, I, I guess I don't know what I'm saying, but is there is there like sort of a go ahead, go ahead. You, you look like you had something to say. Well, no. What was it? Well, so kind of like we're just talking about different errors. Like one yeah. of the ones that kind of maybe it's like a little bit of a pet peeve, saying that like uh, um, uh, like oh the kids today. Yeah. They don't know how to do X, or like you know, they're they're all snowflakes or whatever, sure. right? Like uh, then I think about like you know, let's say like what you know, like our parents would roughly be like you know the flower generation, right? Mm -hmm. Like and like uh, oh the hippies, they all like you know whatever, like uh, they don't know how to uh, they don't know how to do X. Like it's always like whatever generation like the youngest generation is is always like the worst generation. Yeah, well, those are constant. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, and so like uh, um, that, but I always think that that is like, you know, like, I mean, it's, it's such, it's, in my mind, it's such garbage that like, uh, it's it's always kind of funny, but that it kind of always is there, and it's always, mm. um, it, it's always lacking for me, anyway. Yeah, I, I think that it's funny, yeah, I, and and you, you still seem to be pretty young at heart. So. A little bit. And and totally. I'm I'm surrounded by the youth all the time, so it's yeah, like yeah. yeah, it's hard for me to buy into the to the whole yeah. picking yeah, yeah. on the young thing. Yeah. That that said, that said, I don't want to turn the microphone. I don't want to turn any cultural microphones over to the young, or or uh, or, or give personally. I don't I don't want to give them the give them the reins or anything. It seems to have been a tr it seems to be a trend of oh. late. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, especially yeah, yeah. I in, in yeah. I think in the U.S., maybe, but maybe, maybe not just limited. But there seems to be a trend, like, uh, like give the youth the microphone and let them lead the way, and, and uh, I don't know. I it's nice. It's nice, but, but uh, I don't know. It's a little overboard, in my opinion. Am I making so, any sense at all? No, no, no. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you're getting at. And like, in some ways, like, uh, I, I agree. The other end of it is that, like. Um, like uh, uh, what is it like uh, as far as like speaking up and being heard like sometimes I think kids get discounted and I think they mm. have a kind of like a unique experience that like on certain topics is more, more than valid mm. um, 
uh, and sometimes they just kind of get shut down in part just due to age, right? Like, um, yeah, and I think it's maybe worth overcorrecting for that, you know, like over encouraging yeah. them sure, sure. as a yeah as a means of balancing things out. But I don't know like, if I want to. I don't know if I want to hand the economic stuff over to them just yet. Sure, sure. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. I mean, the the yeah, no. I mean, there's there's a lot. Uh, there's yeah, no. There's I, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. I have total total different topic. I have this thing that I like to do with my students, and uh, yeah. I call it. Uh, I forget what I call it. The view from an AI. So either. Yeah. Either uh, AI stands for artificial intelligence or, sure. or, or alien, mm -hmm. alien intelligence. And so basically it's just taking the alien view mm -hmm. things. So if we are studying a genre, for instance, yeah. okay, one genre we studied is uh, uh, the presidential inaugural speeches yep. over the years. Yep. And you try to strip everything you know and be an alien or be an artificial intelligence program. Sure. And ask and answer questions to understand how this this thing that's called the genre goes and what it does mm -hmm. and i guess my question for you is is that a, is that something you could program if not you like like basically a genre analysis tool that could uh analyze human genres be they written be they video be they social perhaps and yeah. and analyze the patterns in mass yeah. Use the tendencies and sort of reproduce it. Sometimes, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. No, so like, uh, there's already stuff out there that mm -hmm. does that to a degree, and like, and sometimes it's it's oddly good. If mm. That makes any sense. Um, uh, what is what is really interesting is that the, uh, the um, uh, like uh, like a lot of it is done with using like uh, one of the one of the, there's a couple different methods one uses what's called like hidden markov models so like uh, one of the one of the things is, is you get like a whole bunch of like a corpus of text so like in this case a specific genre let's take the the, the text of all the uh, um state of the unions for instance okay mm -hmm. we'll put them all in and uh, and like what you will see is that certain words certain phrases definitely boil to the top yes and so like uh and so, and certain words, certain words are just gonna gonna be there. They're almost like required to be in the state of the union. Um, and and so, like, what is really interesting is that like you can uh, like so here you have all this text, and uh, within each individual word and or kind of groups of words, there are relationships to other words. And essentially, all it is is like I said, it's it's, it's in, in a lot of ways, it's a statistical uh, relationship. Yeah. So whenever I see this word, the the next word has a certain probability of appearing. Okay. Okay. And roughly speaking, right? Yes. Um, and and so like what happens is you can put all that in, it can analyze it, and then it can kind of you can actually have it spit it out, spit out like a brand new one for like yeah. you know twenty uh, twenty twenty one. We can have it in the can today. Yes. And like, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, like, uh, um, and uh, so there are there actually are programs that kind of do that and models that do that. Um, it, you know, it's still kind of in the infancy. Okay. Mm -hmm. But like, uh, it, it's kind of fun to play with, and sometimes it's it, it, sometimes it's oddly good. 
And so yeah, yeah, and sometimes it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah sometimes it's and, hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I have like ten questions on the top of my tongue. Um, one of them is not going to be a question; just a quick observation that yeah. that your your early music career of what I of what I know of it. Yeah. Um, is a certain version of what you just said, but we'll right. bookmark that, okay? Because yeah. no, because you're you're yeah. you're you were sort of a genre programmer as a musician. Yeah. yeah In yeah. other words, it's. Does that make any sense? Vaguely, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, you see I what I'm getting at? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, it's like uh, insert genre here. Yeah, yeah. With two parts, of this and uh, yeah, yeah. something else. And, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Kind of a replicator in some way. It's always. I borrowed okay. freely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, how about art? How about just we'll keep it simple. Paintings is yeah. is uh, uh, wouldn't it just make sense that automated paintings are going to be just way better than anything a human has ever done. And I mean, even on the, even on the emotional resonance scale. Yeah. Uh, so, or maybe especially, which is just interesting. So I'm kind of of two minds of it. Okay. So like, uh, like, so the news analysis stuff, right. It, it's mm -hmm. called natural language processing, which is like okay. a sub, uh, which is a, a sub genre, uh, like kind of a sub, version of machine learning which is a subversion of artificial intelligence okay yeah and when you when you look up neuro-linguistic programming you end up yeah. getting to the natural yeah. language process exactly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and so like things. yeah and, and so like uh, what so i on the one hand i, I have like i always have in the back of my mind i don't know if you are aware like uh, so uh google has uh this uh, kind of a uh, machine learning artificial intelligence that they taught to play uh, the game go mm-hmm and what, uh, one of the things there is that they had the, uh, it's kind of like the Deep Blue versus um, Kasparov, right? Mm -hmm. uh, this was like uh, Google versus uh, the gentleman who is like the number one. And uh, apparently one of the games, one of the games, like uh, the, the machine did like a really unusual move. Yeah. And it was just like so forward thinking mm. so like like it was clearly like like in a different paradigm yeah yeah like, and, and so there there is some of that where i think like yeah no like that stuff is coming but then there's a there's another part of me that says yeah that's kind of it's, it's kind of like a one-off like okay. it, it does it does do that it can do that but like like what the tools that we have right now are not the tools to really get to that point where it's like mm. where it's like, where it's like sublime, right? Like okay, oh, like, yeah, that's like, a good like, word. Like a, yeah, yeah, like a, um, like yeah. Like the, 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 the word instant that word just creeps me, creeped me out when you said it. Yeah, 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 no, no, exactly. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, because like it, like once you get in there, like that's yeah. the what is this genre stuff. called? So I see me right here on the screen and you right there side by side. <laughs> is there a name for this genre? I don't know because this must be replicable at some point yeah. you know, like this it's kind of becoming a thing or it's yeah. been a thing not becoming a thing right and it must be replicable because there's all sorts of uh, uh, miniature recognizable moves that people within the genre make yeah, yeah if you're adept exactly. at it or if yeah. you're interrupting it in some way or, or experimenting with it that no, this could know. be this could be replicated I'm sure I'm sure good. And and I'm and it's not you that I'm looking at, right? It's this yeah, thing yeah. on my on my computer monitor. No, no, totally. Are you really there? Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I, no, no. So, 
I'm sure some people could argue or say that this is just this is a program too. Yeah. I'm not into that thing. That stuff weirds me out, like the simulation stuff. Right. Well, like yeah, what is it? Uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not there yet on that one. Yeah, I can't like, I can't get into that. Yeah. No, like uh, it's kinda like uh I mean I have like thoughts on like free will and stuff like that. And like, you know, like it's kinda like Yeah, kinda I can't get into that. I can't get into that topic. Uh, I'm sorry to cut you off. But uh, no, no. I don't know if it's just defense mechanisms or whatnot, but I don't, sure, I don't sure. know. No, like, no, but it's, it's kind of in the same thing, you know, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, uh, um, it's like, uh, there's like some of those, some of like some of those things like go pretty deep. Yeah. And, you know, and, I, and I feel like it's always just kind of scratching the surface of it. That makes sense. Big time. So. Did you enjoy this? I did. How about you? <laughs> I did too. It was great because I didn't know at all where we were going to head. Yeah, no, this has been a lot of fun. A moment. Yeah. But, uh, I have to pick my kids up soon. Yeah, I was going to say, I got to go. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got, uh, some, dude, I would totally like to do this again. Let's yeah, cool, cool. Right on. It's weird cool, with man. the record button, but I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's one of the constraints that you talked about at the start, you know? Yeah, like yeah. You create these artificial constraints, and it shapes the types of things that could happen there. Exactly. So yeah. All right, cool. So we'll, right we'll catch up. All right, dude. Hey, thanks so awesome. much. Yeah, it right, was really fun. Okay, bye-bye. Right, I'll talk to you. See you. Bye.